I was gonna, I was gonna be. I was fucking waiting for it. I was waiting for it. That's why I took a pause. I was like, go ahead, yeah. say it, you say it, you motherfucker. But I'm like, say I already, I already did it once in the episode. I'm not gonna do it again. Uh, <laughs> I got my point across. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner yet again. The episodics. We're going chapter six of The Mandalorian. Coming back right away, Jeremy. Long time no talk, buddy. Wow, yeah. Wow, it's great to be back already. It's like I just did such a good job in the chapter five. You you decided to bring me right back because I'm beautiful and wonderful. And you know what would happen if you didn't. You you well you kept calling me and threatening that you're going to cut my head off if I didn't bring you back for chapter six. So I didn't say cut your head off. You said you're going to cut my chop it off. Cut implies like with a sword or some kind of. I'm gonna I'm gonna use an axe because you deserve that much. (laughs) A lot a lot of (laughs) you said all right. I will chop your head off and wear it as a hat. And I've seen you do that before, so I wasn't going to risk it. So here we are. (laughs) <laughs> chapter six with jeremy <laughs> um, yay. <laughs> yay so we've got a couple we've got a few trailers to talk about on this one uh they are old but i still wanted to talk about it because they're pretty fun yeah. and i wanted to get your opinion what you thought of them as well we're going to be going over uh fantasy island black widow and what was the third one i told you invisible man Invisible Man, right on. Uh, let's start it off with Fantasy Island. Okay. Uh, well, yep, it was the trailer that I watched. All right, moving on to Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fantasy Island. I don't know. I don't. I'm not familiar enough with the show Fantasy Island, but the trailer definitely seemed. Uh, I mean, it was Blumhouse, so it's definitely a freaking horror movie. Uh, was the show a horror show? Because I feel like my great grandmother watched that. And so that's a great question, because a lot of people are saying, oh, great. They took a show from the 70s and turned it into a horror movie. The show was not that bad as it is in the trailer. It was a little creepy every so often. Like you did get some like horrific elements in the series. I used to watch it with my grandmother. So it's funny you say that. It wasn't it wasn't a horror series, but there were sometimes like creepy elements to it. Uh, If any if anyone's not unfamiliar with the property, you might remember there is a short person who would always go de plane de plane that came from the series. And now Blumhouse has taken this TV show and spun it into a horror movie. I mean, with not being familiar with the show, man, what what were your thoughts on the on the uh, film or the trailer for the movie? It's a good idea. Most people's fantasy. So what happens is what it seems like is they take like people's fantasies, your deepest desires, and they make it real. However, most people have really messed up fantasies. Like the one girl was like, I want to get revenge on a high school bully. I'm like, what would my fantasy be? Just put me at home. In comfy clothing on a nice snowy day and let me watch Star Wars the entire time. That's my fan. See, I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man with simple pleasures. 
So they wouldn't. I don't feel like I would be attracted to this uh, fantasy island place. Too much, too much noise. Too much noise. See what they would probably do to you is it would be a nice snowy day. You'd be in your comfy clothes, but then they would make you uh, watch the execution of George Lucas. How dare you? <laughs> First of all, the fact that I have to watch and not participate in is just sad. <laughs> I'm like, how can I turn this against Rob? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, pretty much essentially that's what this movie seems like it's going to be. You go there and it's like, be careful what you wish for, kind of. Yeah, which is always like a great concept. I mean, it's it's done a lot, but it's not done... I like that they're doing a kind of unique approach. Well, to me, unique, because I never watched the show. Uh, but from what you're saying, the show was a lot more like 70s peaceful, not actual 2020 horror uh, concepts. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the I remember one episode, like uh, like a dead body there's a dead body. There's like a skeleton that like, again, there were some creepy elements to the show, but compared to what we're getting in this, th- this is definitely a lot more over the top. And if it's Blumhouse, it's more than likely going to be over the top. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. I'll probably wait till it comes out on like a streaming service to watch it, but I, I don't want to necessarily pay money to watch it. This. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see it. <laughs> Um, this is like any, usually anything Blumhouse puts out, I go to the theaters to see just cause it's usually dumb fun. Most of the time, like, uh, happy death day, truth or dare. I, I've truth or dare is a shitty movie. I say that all the time, but I, I use that as my guilty pleasure because I, I do enjoy watching that movie. Uh, this seems like one I could actually sit down and enjoy. Not saying it's going to be a great movie, but I could sit down and enjoy it. Uh, th- one thing that does worry me about it is the director is actually the director of truth or dare, Jeff Wadlow. He also directed uh, this movie back in the day, Cry Wolf, which, again, was kind of a cheesy horror movie. So that that's a little unnerving, kind of gives you an idea of where it could possibly go, because he, he's not that great. Like he uh, I should point out, too, he also directed Kick-Ass, too. Oh, well, that was I mean, not a terrible movie. I enjoyed Kick-Ass, too. The other two I didn't see. Never saw Truth or Dare because I'm like, that's stupid. And I didn't watch Wolf, whatever the fuck it was called, because I literally just heard about it now. So (laughs) it was Cry Wolf. Uh, Okay, (laughs) that's okay. Yeah. And he's also using the the same actress. She recognized her from Pretty Little Liars. Uh, She was also in Truth or Dare. Uh, It looks like she's going to be the main girl in this movie. I don't know. I'm intrigued, but yeah. I'm intrigued, just not enough to pay like movie theater money for it. No, totally, totally understand. I, I would expect most people to wait for this to be a streaming movie. It definitely has that value to it of just being a streaming movie. Uh, which one do you want to talk about next, man? You want to go Black Widow, or you want to? Let's save. Uh, let's you know continue with the horror horror movie franchise and go Invisible Man. All right, Invisible Man it is. You know what's crazy is I almost didn't see this uh, trailer. Really? Yeah, because it's invisible. Get it? Get get it, Rob? Uh, it's the Invisible Man. Oh. Uh, that's Jeremy, everybody. <laughs> and that's the end of the show as he finds another guest. 
this was fun. Uh, can't wait to have you back. <laughs> All right. So The Invisible Man is uh, directed by Lee Winnell. If you're not familiar with him, he was one of the writers of Saw. He also directed Chapter 3 of Insidious. And he uh, directed last year's Upgrade, which was one of my favorite movies of last year. It was really good. I'm actually excited to see he's still continuing on with directing. Uh, in this, we have Elizabeth Moss. I always fuck this guy's name up. Aldous Hodge, Oliver Jackson, Cohen, Storm Reed, and a whole bunch of other fucking people. What, what are your first thoughts? I, I'm I'm very intrigued by this just off the simple fact that it's Lee Winnell directing and it's the reimagining of the classic Universal monster. Yeah, uh, I always love when one of the Universals come back. I I love the the OG fucking monster squads and and. Uh, Invisible Man, I thought was the lamest of them, but he's still, I don't know. For me, it's hard to do like a good modern Invisible Man because I could just be like, I'm just going to use all these other ways to detect life signs that we have. Hmm. He, not like, there's just some, there's, there's, uh, uh, and does he have to be naked to be invisible? I, I would assume so. Oh, that's cold. Yeah. He's going to get frostbite. That's not healthy. Oh, that's on him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel so bad for him. Well, I wouldn't, Jeremy, because it seems I want the him trailer... to be cozy, Rob. I want him to be cozy, <laughs> comfortable. That's where he be- that's what he be- that's probably why he's so mad is he has to be naked running around in the cold all the time. <laughs> yeah, it seems like what they're doing with this is uh they're making it so Elizabeth Moss is married to this man who is abusive. It's at least that's what we're getting from the trailer. Uh, so he dies and he kills himself. He kills himself. Thank you. You're and <laughs> and it's almost made out to seem like it's a haunting movie. So we don't actually know if it is a haunting movie or if the guy is actually invisible somehow. They don't really like give you too much to nibble into in the trailer. Well, no, but... I thought they kind of said he he invented. A, well, she said that he invented a way to be invisible. So did and she say that? Yeah. He, okay. She's like he he found a way to become invisible, and now he's he's coming at me, and um. There was also when she she says, I went to his house in in the house scene. There's a weird looking device that seems as though it's what it's the device that made him invisible. OK, so maybe you should watch your fucking trailers that you tell your <laughs> guests to watch, Rob. I literally just watched it before you fucking came on. Me too. And Me too, Rob. <laughs> I must have overlooked it, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was invisible. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. You did it. Uh. <laughs> One thing that's, that's thrown me off a little bit is Elizabeth Moss. She comes across as a little too creepy to be someone I could feel sympathetic for. It did, how do you feel about that? I mean, her character definitely seems like somebody that doesn't that's going through a psychological break. So you could tell the other actor, like the other characters in the trailer, like, bitch, calm down. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's the one scene in the trailer where uh, she's she's sitting on the floor, just like staring intently on something. And somebody comes in 
and he's like, what's, what's wrong or something along those lines. And she's like, there's someone sitting on that chair. And the camera goes to the chair and yeah, somebody's fucking sitting on that chair. But like the guy doesn't do look the like what happens from that point? Like, yeah, that's, that's probably what you have to go see the movie for. And that's probably why they did that to be like, oh, let's get him intrigued. But, you know. Give me the whole movie in the trailer. That's what I say. Oh, that's terrible. What the <laughs> I know. <laughs> I this went. is bullshit. They didn't tell me what the movie is. I want to see the whole movie in the trailer. Yeah, just release all 100 and however many minutes uh, in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Uh, do you remember Hollow Man? Uh, yes, I believe that came out early 2000s. I, yeah. I saw it maybe once or twice, like, closer to when it came out. So I'm not super familiar, but it's, like, the same concept, right? Yeah, similar concept. It was uh, Kevin Bacon where they were doing science experiments where he ended up turning himself invisible. And then he starts, like, hunting down the team that was helping him with the experiment. Okay. Because he ends up, he, he can't sleep because his eyelids are invisible. So he's always, his eyes are always open, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's hard for him to sleep and ends up going psychotic and uh, murdering everybody. It got a it got slammed pretty bad back in the day, I remember. But I actually enjoy that one. I think I. Yep, I do. I own that one. But it seems like it, you know, almost similar to this one, uh, minus the science experiment or the group of people doing the science experiment. It just seems like he's gone invisible to torture her for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't I don't quite know why he had to go through all these extra steps. Maybe just I think it's near the end. He's like becoming invisible wasn't the hard part. Figuring out all the ways I could torture you while invisible was like Mm -hmm. he just I think and they describe him as a sociopath. So he's probably just in it for like the giggles at this point uh, for himself. Yeah. I will say there's a scene where, like, he's beating the shit out of a cop or some kind of security officer who has a gun. And that was cool because you could tell the gu- the security guy's like, I don't know what's happening. Ow, what? What's happening right now? All right. <laughs> you know what? So you know what? You're saying things I have no idea. Uh, I must have watched a different trailer from you because uh, <laughs> I, I do not remember seeing any of that. So this makes sense now. Uh, I, went to, I went to YouTube. Okay, yeah, that's what I, I did. Invisible Man, and I did the first one. Hold on, let me let me do this. I'm I'm doing it right now. Right. Invisible Man trailer. Yeah, the first one. That's the one I watched. The uh, did you watch the official trailer HD by Universal Pictures that, that was released like- one month ago? 4.7 million, million views. views. Yeah, we watched the same trailer and you All just right. didn't pick up on any of the important things. I'm thinking that you're making stuff up. That's what I'm. No, I'm just kidding. Fucking uh, watch it again. <laughs> I'm right. I know. Look, I know I'm right because I'm always right because I am me. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Apology Sorry, accepted. But what else we got to say about this one? Uh, to me, it looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited for this one. I'm, I, yeah, I'm always excited when they bring back the OG. Uh, squad so invisible man i'll probably go see it but i might not depending on what else is happening when it comes out i think it comes out valentine's day they have a weird release date for it 
that would be a good one to see on Valentine's Day. Yeah, just turn over to the woman of of, of your dreams and be like, "Don't fuck with me." <laughs> Getting ideas. <laughs> nah, this is yeah, yeah, Black Widow. Let's go. All right, let's hop into Black Widow now. Uh, get us started, man. What uh, what were your thoughts on Black Widow? Uh, first off, first off, were you at any point thinking to yourself, "I need a Black Widow movie"? So here's the thing: I never like think I need other than Iron Man. I'm never like, "Oh, I need an I need a whatever movie." I don't. But I I'm I think I'm gonna enjoy this movie. Uh, is what I'll say. I, I didn't ask for it, but I'm not going to be mad that they made it because they're going to get my money because it looks like a good movie. Yeah. So when they announced that they were making this movie, I was like, I, I have no interest in watching a Black Widow movie. Uh, you know, that's because you're sexist. It, that's part of it. Um, I hate women. Yeah, um, yeah. That's why I like talking to you so much. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, but no, like her character n- never really did anything for me in any of the other movies. So this this is nothing I was like, man, I really wish I had a Black Widow movie. Uh, watching the trailer the first time, I was like, yeah, OK, that's what I you know expected. I'm not really psyched for it. I watched it again the other day and I was like, damn, you know what? This actually looks pretty good. I'm actually starting to look forward to seeing this. I'm pretty hyped for it. It it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be a a little different. Yeah. I like low-powered superheroes because, like, she's still a hero-esque character. One sec, I'm going to (coughs) cough. Oh, fucking A. So she's still, like, a super-powered person, just not... She's no Captain America, but she's been through all kinds of crazy-ass secret training shit. If she can roll with the Avengers, she's a fucking superhero. And, um, you know, she could put her thighs around my face any day. That's what I'll say. Oh, Mm. yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I I like that we get to see, like, her backstory a bit. Because it is very, like mysterious in the um in the avengers and and that that main plot line that goes forth the infinity story infinity stone saga the infinity saga yeah this one is taking place right after in uh civil war yeah that's what i've heard yeah a lot of people were saying it was going to take place in between Infinity War and Endgame, like she went off for a little bit, but this is taking place right after Infinity War or right after Civil War. Yeah. Um, so many wars. Ugh. I know. Jesus. Uh, but this looks cool. One thing I'm most excited for in this, too, is seeing David Harbour as the Red Guardian. Uh, right. I'm really hyped for that. Uh, just seeing him in the trailer and putting the suit on with his Russian accent. He's like, oh, it still fits. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And uh, was it we get our villain, which is Taskmaster in this quote unquote villain, quote unquote villain, which it looks like there's the part where Red Guardian is going to be going toe to toe with Taskmaster. Yeah, uh, Taskmaster's going to win. Yeah, unfortunately, like I, I think that's going to be the sad part that I'm not looking forward to. Like you, you watch this trailer, you know what's going to happen. She's going to go yeah. home. She's going to get close to her family again. Red Guardian's going to come out of retirement to help her out. And he's, you know, going to 
uh, pretty much sacrifice himself to help her, essentially. Probably. Uh, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen because that's a that's a sad tale I, I don't ever enjoy watching. Uh, uh, they're going to put some sadness in it because they have to. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, I'm going to cry about it. Okay. That's probably what they want. So, all right. Well, they're doing what Disney wants. Disney wants everyone to cry, man. Even with their animated movies, why they got to make everything so sad? Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. Mother. What? Bambi. Oh, I didn't cry at that. I I had no emotional connection to to that. Now, now you put on some Fox and the Hound, and I'm whoo, buddy. Oh man, was it, it? I don't know if it was you or someone else posted that meme. <laughs> probably uh, me. Yeah, it's probably you. It was like all, all it was. It said the saddest moment from your childhood, and it was the rearview mirror of the fox in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what the fuck? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> if I felt those emotions, everyone had to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what what else we got with this? So, uh, Taskmaster. Let's talk about Taskmaster a little bit. Oh yeah, he. Uh, I've heard some interesting theories because in the trailer he has a bow, and mm-hmm. people are like, "Ew, is that gonna be Barton?" And and that's what that's how he and and uh, Black Widow become friends and stuff because he originally tries to kill her. I don't think it's Barton. I just think that he uses a bow. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe he was studying Barton. Maybe he beat the shit out of Barton. I don't know exactly what happened there. Uh, Barton equals Hawkeye, by the way, for the casuals. Yeah, I I don't know quite why he has a bow, but I think it's just he has a bow because he has a fucking bow. Yeah, I don't think there's any meaning to him having a bow. It's just a weapon of choice at the time. Uh, I mean, Taskmaster, he is uh, mixed in multi-fighting styles and combat with weapons uh his skill is he studies learns and then he uses so but uh, like super quick right yeah like almost instantly like he can he can watch your fighting style and you know seconds later he can fight just like you but better Mm -hmm. because i think he beats up like captain america in comics and stuff yeah he takes on iron man he takes on he takes on a lot of people and beats them. He's not one of like the most uh, powerful villains in the comics by far, but he is, uh, you know, hand to hand combat. He's gonna, he's gonna have an upper hand a little bit. Yeah, uh, he's a very dangerous opponent. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know if you've read any of this either, but there's a lot of like negative feedback about the looks of Taskmaster. Uh, a lot of people are upset that we don't have that skull face or the the white hood or anything like that. What do you, what do you think about that? Uh, I think we've seen maybe 15 seconds of him in a, in a movie that's probably going to be close to two hours long. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see what they do, because for all we know, this is this is his entry that we see. And then by the end of it, he's in like full taskmaster. Like we we just don't know why I get upset about it. Yeah, I, I don't see them changing his costume halfway through. I think what we see in the trailer is the costume we're going to get throughout the entire film. That's because you're a negative Nancy. <laughs> I'm not negative. I I don't mind the costume. But you're Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Nancy, Jeremy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't see us getting yeah the the costume doesn't bother me I'm okay with it you know they change the costumes for majority of the characters yeah that come in here so what's the big deal uh, I don't I don't see one because yeah even if he sticks with it through the whole thing I'm I'm okay with it it still looks menacing and it cool and you know why should somebody have to stick to one costume Mo- even in the comics like most characters have multiple fucking costumes and I mean look at Spider Man. Oh my god, motherfucker has so many costumes. Don't you fucking say anything about I'm not saying anything bad, I'm just saying like he has a shit ton of costumes, because there's been so many (laughs) re-editions of him. I like Spider-Man, I think he's a good guy. Rob, please don't hurt me. (laughs) Please take the gun away from my childhood, please. (laughs) Please, oh god, no, not my mother! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, you're walking a thin line there, Jeremy. <laughs> thin, sticky line. But yeah. Um, but uh, Red Guardian, do you know anything about him? Uh, he's the Russian version of Captain America. Yeah. That's about it. That's yeah. that's that's all I know. So and, my. My understanding, I could be wrong on Red Guardian. He was what the Russians were trying to do while we were creating Captain America, essentially. So while we were figuring out the super soldier serum, Russia was also figuring out a super soldier serum. And we got Steve Rogers, who became Captain America, who we know. And they got the Red Guardian, who is, uh, you know, David Harbour. I don't know exactly like if he is built the same way as Captain America or if there's, you know, different flaws to him or whatever. Like, it, I, I'm not too familiar with him that much as a character. I just know the basics on him. Yeah, that's that's uh, still more than I know. So good job. All right. We win. <laughs> uh, yep. We are the winners. No one no one on this podcast can can come in and and say we did not win today. Excuse me, sir. You uh, you did not win. Fuck today. off. Oh, okay, I'm gonna leave now. Yeah, I'll fucking shit on your bed. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's it's going down for real. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else we got with this trailer? Well, we got Florence Pugh who is playing Scarlett Johansson's sister. I'm wondering if this is gonna play out since you know Scarlet Witch died. Not Scarlet Witch. Um, Black Widow died in Endgame. If Florence Pugh is going to be taking up the mantle, this is something else a lot of people have been talking about, that she's going to take up the mantle of Black Widow and she's going to be moving forward as our new heroine. Um, I mean, as correctly shown in, in uh, Avengers Endgame with the big old uh, chick walk, um, you know, they we don't need a new heroine. I, I'm not saying that it can't, but like, Stop! Stop all your head, man. There's women, so many women gonna women gonna be mad at you. Just stop all your. Head. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go into some controversial territory. I'd rather not have a new Black Widow. Just like Iron Man, I like I don't want a new Iron Man either. I just I want different characters. They can be similar, but if she comes in and she's like, "I'm Black Widow." No, no, you're not. She she died. She 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 died. You're some new bitch. Come up with a different spider name. You can't say Spider-Man because that's also taken. Well, she's also a woman. She could be Spider-Woman. Uh, also taken. By who? Uh, by 
Gwen, Gwen Stacy. We haven't met her yet. She could She's, easily she be. She was in uh, the animated one, okay? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I forgot they were different universes, okay? <laughs> I'm not the best. <laughs> I pooped. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, but, yeah. Just... No, I'm with you, man. You 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 end the character, leave the character there, stop trying to replace him because there are there's talks about there being, you know, a new Iron Man as well that uh a lot of people are saying that Shuri might take up the mantle as Iron Man because in the comics there's Riri mm-hmm. who, you know, she becomes Iron Man or Iron Heart. Like I'm so. okay with that. Just don't mm-hmm. don't call them like Iron Man or Black Wit. Like let those names be gone. Like they yeah. existed because now <clears throat> and and really what it, what worries me is like, OK, in the future, if I'm watching these with, let's say, my my future kids or mm-hmm. people I've kidnapped, one of the two um, and we're we're you know, we're going start to finish and they're like, oh, yeah, Iron Man was really cool. No, that wasn't Iron Man, dummy. That was that was <laughs> his daughter. And I like it just. No, don't call them. Don't let them be called Iron Man. Like just mm, even Captain America, because he passed his shield on to uh, Falcon. Yeah. Stay Falcon. That's your name. Don't be Captain yeah. America. Be General America. Like or General whatever. General Falcon. That could be your name. That's actually a pretty good name. Yeah, he he is going to be Captain America though. I know, but, but I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with seeing where it goes. I'm, I'll, I'll be, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. I don't want to see anyone take up the mantle of a pre-existing character. I don't like it either. Uh, I, I'm interested to see where it goes. Cause we got the Falcon and winter soldier series coming out next year too. So it is called the Falcon and, or the winter, the Falcon and winter soldiers. So, you know, maybe he won't be Captain America. Maybe he's just going to be the Falcon with the shield and like a new, you know, design to his costume, you know? Yeah, I'd be 100% okay with that. Yeah. Just keep the names alone. That That's my one and only request. So if this sister of Black <laughs> Widow does end up joining the Avengers, just have her have a different name. Do, do they ever even call her Black Widow in the movies? I don't think they do. No, I think they all just call her Natasha. Yeah, she never goes um, by Black Widow. Unless maybe maybe once or twice, like on the phone with like Fury when she's an undercover. Yeah. In the first Avengers movie. Mm. No, because even then, I think he calls her Natasha. Yeah, it's either Romanoff or Natasha. Yeah. Huh. I don't remember her ever being called Black Widow. So yeah. I mean, well then maybe, it's open. Yeah, I don't maybe, care. Maybe her sister will just come in and say, "You guys can call me Natasha." But that's not your name. It is now. Oh, well, fuck off, I guess. I'm taking uh, up the mantle of Natasha. I mean, that'd be that'd be lame. You could you could take Black Widow. No, Natasha. That's weird. Okay. Well, well, we made you these cool these cool red hourglass belts and everything. Natasha. <laughs> She just becomes like an angry like shopper at stores, yeah. <laughs> but in like Russian stores. I assume that their version of Karen is Natasha. Oh, 
Oh, and real quick side uh, segue here. The one thing you posted yesterday or the day before where it was like the the person walking at star working at Starbucks or something says, uh, Stephanie, Stephanie, double foam latte. <laughs> and then the guy like picks it up and like sips. It. He goes, oh, I ordered a caramel latte. And the guy goes, is your name Stephanie? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was from you like <laughs> i laughed at that i did because yeah. yeah. i've experienced that oh yeah yeah i think everyone's experienced a a moment like that in their life all right man uh let's wrap up the trailer trailer talk is done with we're over moving on to our main topic of the night all right moving on to our main topic now we've got chapter six of the mandalorian Jeremy is extremely excited to talk about this one. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty good episode. I'm it saying, fucking sucked. Are you kidding me? What are you fucking? Are we about to fight right now? We're gonna throw the fuck out. No, I, I actually enjoyed this one. Oh my god, I thought you were being serious, and I was going to jump through the screen, <laughs> shit on your bed, kill kill my mother that you have hostage <laughs> there, just to take the power away from you, and then kick you in the dick. That's oh. what I was about to do. Damn, even a kick in the dick, man. Even That's, a kick in the dick, and I hardly ever tough. resort to that. All those other things, kick in the dick, that's uh, it's fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I like this one. Good, so I don't have to do all that. No, no, no. There's going to be a lot we disagree on, but maybe we won't. But let's do a quick run-through uh, synopsis here. Oh, wait, uh, and just so everyone knows, we're going to be going right into spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Spoiler heavy. If you haven't seen Chapter 6, go check it out. Because uh, me and Jeremy are about to rip this shit into pieces. Yeah, we're going to rip it. Rip it like a single piece of paper. <laughs> wow, that was the worst sound effect I've ever heard. I actually tore a piece of paper. Wow, still terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, anyway. <laughs> Mandalorian goes on a mission. He meets up with somebody from his past and he's about to work a job and he comes into it's pretty much like a not a heist, but a human heist, I guess. Right. Yeah, it's a prison break heist esque thing. Yeah. So we'll say prison break because that makes more sense than human heist. I mean, Uh, the, the name of the chapter is the prisoner. So, you know. Yeah, there you go. So he gets teamed up with a ragtag group of characters here. And Bill Burr, man, fucking Bill Burr was in this episode. He he was. He was in this episode and I enjoyed him and his character a lot. Until I, something happened that we'll talk about. OK, I, too, enjoyed his character a lot. I was uh, once I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, Bill Burr, because I love Bill Burr. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, I did. I did love him. You don't like you don't like him anymore. He dropped Baby Yoda, Rob. Oh shit! We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I know. I know. We'll get All there. All right. Sorry, man. That motherfucker. Oh. All right. So anyway, Bill Burr's in this episode, <laughs> and uh, a lot of people weren't too thrilled with him. I I thought he was awesome. Uh, I enjoyed him a lot in this. Oh yeah, up until the Baby Yoda thing. All right, we'll get there, man. It's okay. <laughs> he also gets teamed up with uh, Natalia Tana, who plays. Uh, Zian, however you say her name. Yep, you did uh, a great job. Oh, thank you. We got Clancy Brown. Uh, Clancy Brown's the man. He plays Berg. He was the devil-looking one. You mean Davarian? Davarian? Yeah, that's his race. 
I believe that's Oh, okay, I gotcha. Richard Ayo I fuck this guy's name up all the time too. Richard Aode, who plays the uh Zero, the droid. Oh yeah, I liked him. I, I uh enjoyed his his voice. Uh he's from the IT IT squad, IT The uh the It Crowd. The It Crowd, that's what it is. Ugh. That's a funny fucking show. Yeah, I like that show too. So Mando teams up with these uh, these four people. Yes. Yeah, teams up with these four. Uh, they go on the mission uh, to do this prison break. Now uh, th- let's let's uh, let's break down these characters a little bit. Okay, I'm I'm ready. Who you want to start with? Uh, well, we talked about Bill Burr. I thought he was awesome. I love the lines that or the dialogue that was going back and forth between him and the uh, Mark Boone's character. Uh, where he said he said something about like uh, not being able to shoot for shit essentially, and he says you know that's what you get when you have uh, ex imperial soldier, and then Bill Burn Bill Burr turns around and says I wasn't a stormtrooper smartass. Yeah, that- um, yeah, yeah. I like that part where he makes fun of stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. I, I also liked it a lot too, man. Where it's like if he was a stormtrooper. Like now, I'm picturing Bill Burr as being a stormtrooper. You know what I mean? I, it was mm-hmm. it was just a little cool segment there. I I enjoyed that a lot. Yes, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was nice that he he made fun of the, uh, which I don't <clears throat> uh, agree with the um, hate on stormtroopers. You know, I see the memes. I see I see the things out there that say stormtroopers are lousy shots, Rob and. Stormtrooper, uh, false. They purposely missed and sacrificed their lives because they were told to. And, and, you know, it's just, it's upsetting to see that so many people think these wonderful heroes, heroes of the Empire, uh, were shitty at their jobs because they weren't. They fucking killed everyone. The opening scene, Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers breach Tantu, oh shit, Tantiv Four, uh, the ship that Princess Leia is on in uh, Star Wars: A New Hope, uh, Episode Four. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> Stormtroopers beat the shit out of those fucking rebel asshole soldiers like they're nothing. They take the ship like it's fucking nothing. You know, I didn't see any stormtrooper bodies. I did see rebel bodies though. You know, because they're fucking pansy ass motherfucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. I make strong arguments for my my <laughs> cases. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't argue the fact that they don't shoot anybody. <laughs> I'm just gonna go cry. That's okay. <laughs> That's, like armor. That's what I'm gonna say. Him saying I wasn't a stormtrooper. That was cool. Uh, let, let's talk about Natal. Oh no, no. Also, Bill Burr with his three guns. Like he's got the little predator gun that's attached to his shoulder. I thought that was cool. Like when he was in the shootout. Yeah, yep, it definitely was. I liked it, especially because he is a uh, sharpshooter, so I like that he had the extra gun that could shoot around. Like, when he was taking cover, the gun could pop up and shoot, which happens. Um, Also, can we talk about the fact that he made fun of the prequels and the new saga? Oh, yeah. He made fun of all three. He did. He made a little joke... uh, uh the one I enjoyed was, would you, uh, what's he say, you yeah, Gungan under there? 
Yeah, he he him and Berg are trying to convince Mando to take his mask off and uh, uh Mayfield uh Bill Burr's character, he he's like Oh, he probably doesn't want to take it off because he's a Gungan and he's embarrassed about being a Gungan. <laughs> and then he, uh, Bill Burr starts talking like a Gungan to Mothman. Yeah, yeah, it was great. You know what's, you know what's great about this too, man? Uh, Bill Burr is not a fan of Star Wars at all whatsoever. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he said it openly. He said, I don't care about Star Wars. I don't like Star Wars. So the fact that he's playing this part in here, doing like this lore from the saga in his dialogue, it's incredible. I mean, honestly, though, like, <clears throat> did he say it in, like, one of his skits, or has he been, like, interviewed saying that? Because uh, he does say things just to upset people. Quite he said it on, I think he said it on his podcast. But I know he oh, says okay. things to upset people, but this wasn't to upset anybody. He just legit, you know, he's not a fan of it. It's not that he hates it. He, it's just not something that floats his boat. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, now I can... Definitely not ever listen to him again, but you know, that's fair. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah, but then they also reference a uh, Canto Bite, right? Yes, the the planet with all the casinos from episode eight uh, Rise of Skywalker. No, wait, that's the one that's coming out this week. You failed. <clears throat> I forget what the fuck episode eight's called. The Last Jedi. Oh, shit. Wow. I'm just so. You know what? I'm going to say that I'm tired, and that's why I, I blanked on that. Or because it was it was a wonderful movie, and I refuse to badmouth it in any way, shape, or form. Okay, okay. Well, it's a piece of shit, and we're going to... Fuck you. <laughs> I'll kill you. Let's talk about uh, Natalia Tana Zien. You can tell if an actor has never worn fake teeth before. Yeah, that's the sound she made, and it was really fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was, I did not like her character, and I can't even be like with Turo in uh, Chapter 5, where I'm like, oh, well, he wasn't made to be liked. I think she, you know, I just did not enjoy her character. I don't like that kind of character where they're just like, I'm a weird psycho person with knives. And my teeth are sharp. Yeah. Why was she hissing? Why was she hissing? Stop hissing. Yeah, they're not fucking cats. She's like, uh, it's just weird. I didn't, I did not enjoy her. Anytime she was on screen, I was like, get the fuck off screen. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, we have Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown's always awesome as Berg. I like Berg. I feel yeah. like I could have a beer with him, you know? Yeah. He's like that big oafing, like muscle guy. Uh, he was cool. Like, I, I can't say anything bad about him. I enjoyed him. Yeah. I like that he kept, like, trying to size up Mando. Yeah. Like, huh, smaller than I thought you'd be. Or smaller than whatever. Like, uh, just He funny. said, I, I thought, as he said, this is a Mandalorian. I thought they'd be bigger. Yeah, something uh, along those lines. He, he, which is, like, a running joke in Star Wars. Because in, um... <clears throat> Princess Leia talks to Han and uh, Luke when they're dressed as stormtroopers, and they're like, "She's like, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper?" Yeah. And then when Anakin sees Grievous, he's like, "I thought you'd be taller." <laughs> yeah. So it's a, it's a, and I think it's done. It's definitely done in um, like the series as well with uh, Clone Wars and 
rebels at least once in each. So it's it's nice that they have that joke in this as well. Yeah. So these guys, they get on their mission. Uh, Mando doesn't realize they're using his ship to do the, the escape plan, but he goes along with it. We didn't uh, talk about Zero. Oh, it's the guy voices the robot. You know, he's a he's a droid. There's not much to, unless there's something you want to say about him. To me, he was no, just no. That was droid. it. I just felt like you were being very rude and totally skipping over him. I kind of was. There was <laughs> there wasn't That's much probably. to him. I mean, he was a cool character, you know, but he was a droid. Yeah, I liked his design. Yeah, it was and a I cool, unique it. design. They had a. I mean, we'll get there, but a lot of the droids in this they had cool, unique designs to them. I, I will agree. I actually have some interesting comments on the droids we'll be seeing later. All right. So we're on Mando's ship now. Berg breaks in, not breaks in, but one of the doors opens to the artillery uh, on Mando's ship. And Mando comes down, closes the hatch. They start tussling. And that's when Baby Yoda is revealed to all of them. And this is the part that upset you and everyone else on the Internet where Bill Burr drops Baby Yoda. <laughs> Well, first off, he's talking about Baby Yoda as though Baby Yoda is a pet. And Baby Yoda is not a pet. He's a baby. And he needs to be treated as such. He's not like a little cat. He's not a little puppy dog. You know, he's a baby. He's a baby. He's a little baby. He is a little baby. Oh, I just want to be the best little Baby Yoda dad. Oh, oh, he's so cute. Um, But yeah. <clears throat> and then they come out of hyperspace. Uh, Bill Burr's character is holding him and like joking around and trying to fuck with the Mando Mando. Um, and uh, they come out of hyperspace unannounced and uh, he ends up Bill Burr. Everyone kind of ends up falling or tripping because uh, zero has to do some crazy ass drift driving and uh, in space drifting in space. Um, <clears throat> and they all he, he drops Poor little baby Yoda onto the ground. And you hear him squeak when he falls. I do. I don't want to say I've want I I wanted to jump in and just hug little baby Yoda and then take all of fucking Bill Burr's characters uh, guns and just shove them up his ass and shoot them all at one time. <laughs> uh, that is what I would have liked to have done when I when I watched that happen. Because little baby Yoda, oh, little baby Yoda. <sighs> it's OK, baby Yoda's strong. He got up. You see, he actually did a nice little push up, too. He did. He did. Proper form. Yeah. Not really. And then <laughs> Mando scoops him up and he's like, oh, come here, my little friend. And then, uh, yeah, you know, puts him back in his in his nest area. And then they uh, they break into the they break into the ship. They sure do. And then we get to see some uh, stuff and things. Some snuffleupagus. Uh, yeah, we get they get down there and then they are. What was it? There was like a cleaning bot going around, right? A cleaning droid. That yes. Berg ends up shooting, which leads to uh, these new versions of droids coming out, which uh, if you have some things you want to say about them, go for it. Uh, I am so happy that the CIS, uh, the Confederate of Independent Sy Systems, uh, did not have them during the Clone Wars because, holy fuck, these guys would have wiped the floor with the clone. These droids were all business. Yeah. Uh, holy shit, they came in guns a blazing. Intruders on the ship. Uh, kill them. Yeah. Fucking A. <laughs> uh, 
And, but then we got to see an amazing fucking fight scene between Mando and I believe it was four of these fucking droids. Yeah. Uh, by himself. Uh, just crushing these fuckheads. And he did it all like Batman style. Because he was behind uh, Mayfield, and the droids come up, and they're like, oh, we're going to start firing. And uh, Mayfield, uh, Berg, and Zian, or whatever the fuck, all take cover, like, near the walls. And he looks back, and he's like, oh, Mando must have ran away. And all of a sudden, down from a hallway behind these motherfucking droids, you see Mando. And he just has his fucking knife and a blaster, and he's ready. He's fuck, and he... Oh, my God, it's beautiful. Just what a beautifully choreographed fight scene. And I think he uses all of his, like, tools again, where he's like, the gra- you see the grappling hook, the flamethrower, um, his vibro blade, uh, just everything. Yeah, the only thing he doesn't use is his uh, his rifle. I don't think he had that on him. I yeah. haven't seen that in a couple episodes. Yeah, that kind of disappeared. It'll it'll come back, but yeah, oh, dude, yeah. I... I'm with you 100%. That was a badass fight scene. And I'm glad that the other characters just sat by and watched it happen. Yeah. Uh, like, go ahead. Let him take care of it. Like, you know, let's just see what, how this goes. Uh, it, it's just fun to watch him fight people. Yeah. yeah. And then using all, like you said, using all of his tech is awesome. In this scene, I don't know if you noticed, but a character from that other shitty Star Wars movie was in the background. Uh, I'm sorry, what other shitty Star Wars movie? Because you're about to get fucked up. (laughs) Because I know what character you're talking about, and I know what movie you're talking about, and uh, he and it is not shitty. You're shitty, okay? (laughs) Say it, Jeremy. What movie am I talking about? Solo. You're talking about Solo, which was a wonderful, a very enjoyable movie. That's how I'll describe it. (laughs) Uh, but what was that character's name? Um, I have no idea. I don't remember the name. <laughs> We've been through this so many times. I'm bad with names. All right. Well, it was like the little mole looking thing who had the forearms. He was the pilot in Solo. You can see uh, uh, one of his species in the background in one of the cells, which I thought it's cool, like a cool little Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. Because it like I was thinking, oh, wait, could it be him? And I'm like, no, he he died. Yeah, yeah, no chance of him being there. Uh, plus, he, it, let's see, Jedi. Yeah, he would have been, I don't know how long they live for, so who knows. Yeah, um, yeah, I was about to be like, you don't know what their lifespan is, Rob. Shut the fuck up. You, you just couldn't leave well enough alone, could you? No, <laughs> no, I couldn't. Then after this fight scene, uh, they go into the, uh, I don't want to say the cockpit, but they're in there. and the they control come, room. Okay, we'll call it a control room. Uh, and then they come across, which, uh, fun fact, I'm sure you knew this, D- Devon, I guess the character's name is, was played yeah. by Matt Lanter, uh, was the voice of Anakin. Yep, in, in the, the Clone uh, Wars. Yeah, I thought that was cool. A cool yeah. little, you know, head nod. Get a little scene there where Mando is trying to save the guy's life um, and keep him from alerting the New Republic. That yeah, because there's, they, there's a little Mexican standoff, because Mando's like, there weren't supposed to be any people on this uh, event, like on this ship. We're, we're just supposed to be killing droids. I only came to kill droids, guys. And uh, they're all like, nah, we got to kill this dude, too. He's like, oh, he's just doing his job. Let him live, you know. Yeah. Mando pulls his gun on uh, Mayfield. Yep. And Mayfield's got all of his guns out, all three guns. And then uh, Berg's got his guns. And 
Uh, Zan's just sitting there in the chair and Zero's still on the ship. He hasn't left the ship. He's like the eyes and ears at this point. Yeah, uh, he's he's the getaway driver. Yeah, so they don't want like you don't want the guy to hit the alarm to signal the New Republic. But yeah, it happens anyway. And Zan, before they know that, though, Zan throws one of her knives at him and kills him. You just get more bad acting from her at that point. And uh, which is it's. It's a shame because she did a really good job in Game of Thrones. Like, she's yeah, not a she, bad actress. She's really not. I, I agree with you. Uh, I enjoyed her character on Game of Thrones. She was one of the wildlings, wasn't she? Yes, yes. I forget her name. Osha? Yeah, Osha? Something, like, something like that. But, like, even her, you know, her final days on that show, like, she grew into a pretty cool character up until, sure. you know, her, her end. Uh, but... That's why I was shocked when I looked at the credits to see that she was this character in Mandalorian because it was. ooh. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just. the uh, And honestly, I kind of had an issue with her makeup because she was a Twi'lek. Yeah, Twi'lek. And uh, I just I didn't like how she like I felt like I could tell that the weird head things, whatever the fuck they're called were fake like i could just tell that they were fake and like i don't know i just didn't like how she appeared her teeth were definitely a big issue yeah yeah i didn't like her teeth i, I didn't like her have... i didn't like her costume either like i wish she had like had a different get up on too like it just seemed i don't know it could have been something a little bit more pizzazzed i guess i don't know yeah you know i get it they're mercenaries or you know essentially they are like they're they're hired felons or whatever you want to call them hired guns yeah 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 hired guns they realize now they're on a, a time restraint because the new republic's going to be on their way to this ship so they got to act quick to break this person out I, I don't know about you but i was like oh man are we going to see someone like like that's going to shock us like were you were you thinking that as you were watching like are we going to see like a a character from like the past or something like did you have any thoughts like that? Like, were you expecting yeah. to be surprised? I I kind of was, but at the same, like, I was thinking, oh, well, maybe, maybe this is where Boba Fett comes in. Like, maybe this is where, like, Cad Bane comes in. But, because uh, it had to have been somebody that was kind of scummy or in the, let's say, in the criminal world because these guys were clearly criminals and they wanted to rescue them because they were buddies. But then I was like, well, I never heard of any of these fuckheads before, so I doubt I'll hear, like, I doubt this is going to be a returning character. So I wasn't super let down when it was somebody new. Yeah, I wasn't let down when it was somebody new either. I mean, at first I was like, wait, am I supposed to know this person? No, no, I don't know who that is. It's somebody from Mando's past. Yeah, someone from Mando's past because Zian and, we skipped that part, Mando and Zian have a history together uh so it turns out once they do open the trap and we see it's zian's brother uh, and apparently mando uh, I, this is my understanding from it the mando pretty much bailed on the brother which led to him getting incarcerated and this was kind of like payback to mando did, did i read that right like is that what yeah. i watched okay yeah yeah um mando left him somewhere so when they had the opportunity like now what, what kind of 
they were obviously planning this um, little scheme before Man, because Mando reached out to um, them essentially. He reached out to Ran, uh, and Ran runs the little gang. Um, so uh, he sent Mando with these four to go get. I forget what this fucking brother's name is. Um, but he he sent them out to go get him and. and they sent, he sent him out on Frost pretenses because he's like, oh, they got captured by another syndicate. And then Mando's like, that's a New Republic prison ship. That's not another syndicate. You guys yeah. fucking lied. It, it was obvious, like, it, it was kind of obvious that they were going to betray Mando. And all they do is once the, the brother comes out, they just push him in to the... Um, prison cell mm-hmm. which obviously mando quickly gets the fuck out of yep because he's smart yes well and they put him in there with all of his tools and gadgets yeah so you didn't think he'd be getting the fuck out mm. you just saw this motherfucker beat the shit out of four plus droids and and you you don't think he's gonna get the fuck out of a door like come on come on doors are mando's like best friend (laughs) they are because we're gonna get to a door part pretty soon too we sure are mando gets out of the jail cell he goes about the ship and he starts tracking this crew down one by one uh first when he comes face to face with his berg right uh he becomes the predator yes he it gets like, it turns as, into a fucking horror movie, man. It sure minus, fucking does. Minus the blood and like violence and everything, but how he tracks them down, he is a slasher at this point. Yep. I I heard a lot of people were like, I had such like vibes of watching Alien, like or Predator, like one of those where it's a fucking alpha predator just hunting down some pieces of shit, like. Oh, so wonderful. But yeah, the first one he fights is Berg. Uh, first off, he goes into the control room and uses the doors to separate the party so he doesn't have to fight all four of them at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Berg and Zian are on one side of one of the doors, and then Mayfield and the brother guy are on the other. And you find out that the brother's a super douchebag because Mayfield's like, aren't we going to like, Try and get your sister out, and he's like, "Nah, fuck that bitch." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so Mando, he's in the control room. He sees everything that they're fucking doing, and he kind of waits for Berg. He sets a trap for Berg, but Berg's like, "I'm way strong." So uh, Mandalorian uses a grappling hook, I believe, or some kind of wire to try and strangle Berg as Mando is above him in like. Uh, ventilation system and Berg's just like nah man and pulls Amando down to the floor and starts beating the shit out of him yeah. to the point where I was like oh fuck Mando like baby Yoda's not here to save you man you gotta do something he even uses the flamethrower flamethrower does shit oh yeah that part was up. that part was cool the flamethrower going at his head I was like well he's the devil that's not gonna affect him and sure enough it didn't affect him like I know he's not the devil but I yeah, mean yeah. come on <laughs> But then uh, after all that, he gets the shit kicked out of him again. Uh, and then, lo and behold, we got a door again. And what happens with the door, Jeremy? 
uh, it drops down on Berg, but Berg's like, door, please. I can I can lift a door up. So he starts standing up with the fucking door. And Mando's like, I see your one door, and I raise you another one, and fucking closes a goddamn door on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, like, when it was so tra- good. <laughs> when he drops the first door on him, I was like, damn, he did it again. And then, then Berg starts standing up, and I was like, oh, damn, no, he didn't. And then he hits the button, and it slams on him. And I was like, oh, yes, he did do it again. <laughs> Dude, I was dying i loved that yeah it was it was a good scene because berg he's not a bitch you know he he he's a strong fucking dude yeah so after that he gets he leaves there he goes after zan and there's like a little knife battle zan starts throwing her knives at mando uh they go fist to fist tit for tat and he ends up holding the blade to her uh, face. And actually, I thought he stabbed her uh, just from the camera angle. I was like, oh, shit, he just shoved the knife right into her. Yeah, that's that's what I thought, too. I thought she was dead. Yeah, and then it cuts, too, and, like, you see him just holding the knife to her throat. And then uh, and that's it for her, right? That's Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then it's we, uh, Mayfield. Yeah, Bill Burr. And this is where it's, like, the slasher, stalker kind of thing. Yeah, uh, true fucking horror. Yeah, this but this part was dope. Uh, up until the point where uh, it does that that classic like the lights in the background are flickering. You see Mando's silhouette in the distance. It flick lights flicker again. He's gone. They flicker, and then he's a little bit closer, and then they flicker, and then he oh he's over here now. You know, then uh, Mayfield's looking around, and he's like ah, and then the lights flicker, and he's right behind him, and then <laughs> Mayfield Philbert. This is the only part where I was like ah oh, man. Uh, cause it, it, I, I'm sure they had like other cuts that they could have used for this scene. It just seems so poorly done <laughs> when Bill Burr turns around. Cause he's like, he like turns around and he's hugging Mando essentially. I mean, that's what I would do, but would I'm you hug? not, yeah, I'm not going to try and kill Mando though. Like I would never betray that guy cause baby Yoda's at stake. I would give him all my credits and say, man, you you're here. You go. You're doing God's work. <laughs> keep that baby yoda alive <laughs> sorry i dropped him no! <laughs> so he takes out uh, mayfield and then we have the brother i don't remember the brother's name yeah neither do i i'm just gonna keep calling him the brother yeah uh he gets the brother the brother ends up saying like oh well if you don't bring me back alive you're not gonna get your payout so what do you say so Mando takes them. They go back. Oh, we forgot something. Oh, did we? Because I was about to loop right on back to the Baby Yoda plot of this goddamn go episode. Spill so boy. what's happening? Right, Zero. Zero's in the sh- in the ship, and uh, he's trying to get into Mando's like calm recordings, communication recordings, and he sees the one from the main bounty hunter guy, wherever the fuck his name was, and um. He's like, you got to bring the asset back, blah, 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 blah. And then um, essentially Zero figures out that Baby Yoda is the asset that has to go back. So (laughs) Baby Yoda just happens to appear in the doorway. He's like, I'm being adorable because he (laughs) is. (laughs) And Zero's like, well, got to get him and starts like 
playing uh, a game of like cat and mouse with Baby Yoda because Baby Yoda like uh, senses his intention via the Force mm-hmm. and starts like hiding uh, from from Zero, um, <clears throat> and Zero ends up finding Baby Yoda and ba- in in his room essentially, uh, and he's he Baby Yoda has his arm raised. And he, he looks like he's about to, he's concentrating to summon the power for the force as Zero's lifting up his blaster. And then you just see Zero blow up. And you're like, holy shit, Baby Yoda blew up a droid with the force. And then you see Mando behind, like, Zero falls and Mando's there. But even Baby Yoda looked at his hand like, I did that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah. It was so cute. Oh, I yeah, love it so much. That part was uh, that part was awesome. Uh, but what a what a sick fucking droid! Why is your first thought to blast this cute little thing? Because uh, it's a droid. That's that's how they do. That's why Mando don't like droids. Yeah, Mando's got it right. Because even even the fucking IG eleven that he worked with in Chapter One was gonna blast the droid or blast Baby Yoda. Yeah. And uh, luckily, Mando killed both those fucking droids. Yeah. Then we go to Mando and the brother. Uh, brother cuts a deal. Mando brings him back. Uh, he gets his payout. And Bran's like, Where, where's everyone else? And Mando's like, no questions. That's the policy, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's the policy, dude. <laughs> Using my words against me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking kill this fucking Mandalorian. And which, um, which is what he says. He says, take him out. Mando flies off and he says, uh, kill him. Yeah. And you see this really cool fucking fighter thing come up out of the floor. And it's about to take off after Mando. When you start hearing a. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's almost like Mando took the homing tracker, uh, homing tractor thing from from the Republic jail uh, ship and and took it and brought it with him to this place. And now there's a Republic uh, strike team on their way to blow this place out of the fucking just out of it. You know, they're just going to blow it out of Mm -hmm. space. It's almost like that's what Mando because that's what fucking Mando did. (laughs) <laughs> Mando is the fucking best, and he's like, I'm gonna think twelve steps ahead. I'm gonna get my money, and then I'm gonna use this these strike force to blow up the fucking uh, barge that Rand's on. So with that, man, we see the New Republic show up, and we finally see some X wings, which was fucking awesome. It was. Uh, with that, I don't know if you caught this or not, but I did. Uh, you did. All right. So we have the the three. Was it di- uh, Director Squadron? It was called. Yep. Yeah, I thought that was a cool play on words. You had uh, Rick Famuyiwa, who is the director of this episode. You had uh, Deborah Chow and Dave Filoni as the pilots for the X-Wings. That was cool. I love when, you know, thing, they do little things like this where, they, you know, little cameos and then calling it the director squadron. That was really awesome. I like that a lot. Yep. I, I also, so because of this, I was informed that like in most of the 
uh, like episode four because they were so low budget. It's not like when they did the fighter scenes that wasn't weren't Luke. They just took random fucking crew people from the fit like that were just working on the film and were like, get in some get up. You're you're an extra today. So oh, yeah. a lot of yeah, I, and I never knew that. And I'm like, oh well, that's that's cool that you know they kept that going too. Yeah, yeah, fun fun little things like that. I I, I love that kind of stuff. So the X wings blow up that that spaceship, and Mando flies off into the stars with Baby Yoda, unscrewing the ball off of his joystick, and gives the ball to Baby Yoda. And, and uh, he, he, he tells Baby Yoda, "I told you that was a bad idea." Yeah. <laughs> He's so cute. I love the baby. I love them. Oh. They they are like the perfect on screen on screen team. I I love it, man. And yeah. It's like it doesn't matter like good episode, bad episode. Just seeing them together like on screen is so enjoyable. But then our episode comes to an end. We didn't get any answers about the end credits from last chapter. Nope. Uh, who the mystery feet are. Uh, a lot of people are still saying it's Boba Fett. You mentioned Cad Bane before, which I've been hearing a lot of people suggest that that might even be Cad Bane that we saw at the end. I don't think it is. You don't think we're going to get him? No, no. Because, and really it's like an age thing, because he, uh-huh. was, he was like a veteran bounty hunter in the Clone Wars. That would have been close to 30-ish years ago, like... Now, mind you, his lifespan might be different, but he was already using weird breathing apparatuses from injuries and shit. Like, he was... I don't think he'd make it this far. That's just my opinion on the Cad Bane thing. I don't think they'd bring him back, especially when there is someone like Boba that they could so easily bring back. Makes more sense timeline. Would be a much bigger fan service thing. Cause Cad Bane was only in the clone wars. Yeah. So, well, if it's not Boba Fett, uh, a good secondary option, I think would be Cad Bane because a lot of, you know, we still haven't seen Giancarlo Esposito who's been talked about being one of the villains in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing Moff Gideon, but like, I, I don't see that tease at the end of the last chapter leading yeah, into, no, leading into his character it's got to be a tease towards something where everyone's going to be like oh shit you know what i mean yeah yeah well what's the like little thing for chapter seven an old rival extends an invitation to for the mandalorian to make peace like i wonder what that could be oh that's Uh, what the synopsis is for the next one yeah for chapter seven and that comes out wednesday i mean it's it's whatever i just i didn't know Well, ah, shit. Damn it. What? I looked at IMDB and this kind of like spoils it. Damn it. What'd you look at? The cast. For seven? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a bit. Well, yeah. yeah, but that's for that. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, we'll see what happens. Uh, little the, the simplest things can spoil it, but we maybe maybe it's not spoiled. We'll see what happens. Because I was I was expecting him in it, but what I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's spoiled too much for me uh, personally. I was expecting that dude to be in it. I don't think that that guy is the person we saw at the end of chapter five, though. Like yeah, I still I don't... think that they're because. 
why would that dude be wandering around the fucking desert? He's an yeah. important fucking dude. Unless he's tracking down Mando. I don't know. He. I don't know if he'd track down Mando. I think he would send people, and I think he would do what's going to happen in Chapter 7, which is have a trap set up. Yeah. Um, because in the trailers, you see that character with death troopers, and I love that they're using more and more death troopers because mm. they're the best. Because <laughs> they bring death to rebel scum. Oh, Jesus, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm just I'm being factual. That's what they do. <laughs> wait, so we're we're chapters. You said chapter seven is coming out this Wednesday, then. Yeah, it's coming out the 18th. All right. Because I didn't, uh, I didn't know if we were getting a Wednesday release this week or next week, but next week is okay. All right. Well, there's that. We'll see what happens. Uh, nice. We don't have to wait as long until Friday, so that's a nice little treat. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, comes out Friday. Oh, that's right. So they're not going to compete with that. Yeah, that's why they're doing it early. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, man. Uh, anything else in this episode that you want to mention, talk about, cry about? No, I I enjoyed the whole thing. I love that we got to see Mando be a badass, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the first time since Chapter 3, uh, 4, and 5. I mean, we talked about it in our review of Chapter 5. He, he just hasn't really done fucking anything worth a damn and now we got to see him be a fucking badass and it was yeah. it was wonderful i i heavily enjoyed this episode um i think anyone that has issues with it should uh fuck off oh wow okay strong <laughs> words strong words i know uh, that's what that's why I love having you on here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I take strong stances on a few things. Um, yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I love seeing Mandalorian be a badass again. It, it was awesome. Uh, I love seeing little cute Yoda get a little bit, you know, more play. Uh, the tease of him using the force again. You know, Bill Burr, Clancy Brown. Great. They were awesome. One little downfall with the uh, ZN. Uh, that's the only part of this episode that really bothered me, honestly, yeah. was just her character. Yeah, because even like the other her brother character, like I didn't mind how he looked. It was just her. Yeah. Her look and her how she walked like it was too cat like. And I just I didn't like it. And hey, maybe Telix are supposed to be. I don't effing know that much about Telix qu- uh, culture because they're not that cool in my opinion. Well, like you said, the brother wasn't even acting like that at all. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, he had teeth, but he must be an actor that's worn fake teeth before. Yeah, probably. Uh, One other thing I wanted to say too, with the way that these episodes have been going, like, obviously it's like story by story episodes. It's not really one continual story that's going on. Like there is a story in the background, but Overall, we are getting different stories each episode. Uh, how do you feel about this? Like, are you enjoying that aspect of the series? And or would you prefer to see like uh, like to be continued or next time on Mandalorian kind of thing? No, I like that. Well, and I think you're kind of wrong because uh, chapter one, two and three, which so far is 50 percent of what we've seen mm-hmm. uh, was one story. Mm hmm. Uh, it, it basically went like you could watch that and think it's like if you do it back to back, it's it's a movie. Um, 
if you watch those three. So it's it's now chapter four, five, and six are their own individual, but I think that's getting us to seven and eight, which will probably both be hopefully movie like back to back stuff. Mm. But even if it's not, I I mean I enjoyed it. I I like what they're doing. Because there's still there's still the like background plot happening, which is the bounty hunters are getting more intense after Yoda. Like there's this constant bounty hunters versus Mandos. Like it was brought up in this past chapter uh, by Rand. He's like, oh, I heard uh, you don't have the best relationship with the bounty hunters guild anymore. And man, and then he's like, oh, but no, you know, not here to question things, you know, no questions. That's the policy. We'll just take your help. <laughs> it, it's there's definitely subplots going on. I I'm enjoying the the episodes. I haven't I don't know been dissatisfied yet. Uh, well, here's the thing, Jeremy. Uh, we pretty much agreed on that fact. Um, okay. so I'm not wrong <laughs> this time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been enjoying if they keep it to a point where it's like the main stories in the background and they just do like these episodic uh, chapters. I'm totally OK with it because I'm enjoying it this way. I've I've said it on here before. The show does kind of remind me of Samurai Jack a little bit where, mm-hmm. you know, that you've seen that cartoon, right? Uh, not for a while. I do want to like rewatch it, but um, it's probably been. Close to fifteen freaking years since yeah. I watched Samurai Jack. So, um, yeah, but watching, it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, watching this is making me re- want to rewatch it because uh, I love that cartoon. It was so good. Yeah, but it, it's reminded me of that where it's just like the you know the traveler going to different towns and taking on different adventures. Like uh, it's very uh, reminiscent of that, and that's I think that's one of the main reasons why I'm enjoying the show so much. Minus you know the past episode um yeah i also like that you don't have the time like in between planets like you don't see the traveling you don't you don't get that it's just oh we left off and now we're here yeah yeah well shit like the rest is just skipped like last week's episode started in the middle of a dogfight yeah like that was that's how great to start it like you don't you don't need a backstory to what happened you just it starts off there in a you know, a fight and that's it. Um, yeah. You don't have to see that the bounty hunter was tracking him, waited till he went it knew that he couldn't fight him on like a planet, but knew he had a better ship. So, uh, well thought he had a better ship, <laughs> but yeah, like you, you don't see all that shit, but it's implied because you see he's attacking him with a ship. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good, I like it. I enjoy yeah. it. I don't know, man. I, I got nothing else here. I'm a, uh... I'm pretty sold. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I, I loved it. I love, I love this whole show. The whole show. I love. That's great. I also, I also love you. What was that? I I love you. Did you say olive juice? No, I said, I love you. I I love you. Jeremy, I've been waiting forever for you to say that to me. That's weird. Cause I think I say it like every, every time. Maybe I don't actually say it. I just, uh, I think it though. <laughs> every day I wake up, I'm like, I wonder what Rob's doing. <laughs> every every day when I wake up, I have a picture of your face taped to my other pillow, and I go, Oh, hey there, Jeremy. And then I boop your pillow nose, and I go boop boop boop. 
Wow, that's the creepiest thing I've ever heard. But honestly, I, I get it. I get it. I know. When are you going to sleep over? <laughs> well, <laughs> It Chapter 2 did come out. So, you know, we got to do our It-a-thon. Oh, shit. That's right. Back to I back, was, Chapter 1 and 2. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I saw I saw it was on Amazon. I'm like, oh, if it wasn't Christmas time, I had to get everyone these fucking gifts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'd splurge a little on myself. Yeah. And then, you know, buy it chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, uh, uh, you made a cum joke. I get it. All right, then. Uh, I know you made a plug last week, but anyone that is listening for the first time or tuning in, uh, uh, go ahead and uh, unplug your uh, your podcast, man. Hey, I'm I'm one of the hosts on uh, the podcast Mission Spooky. Um, we're on all your podcast listening um, applications. Uh, we talk about shit that we find is spooky. This week, uh, on the 16th, we're releasing an episode that is about weird Christmas traditions. It's a little more humorous. And not as spooky as most of ours, but we're, you know, tis the season. We're just making fun of uh, weird, weird Christmas traditions like the uh, poop log from uh, Cantonese Spain or Katana Spain. I don't know. Somewhere in Spain. They have a poop log. (laughs) They have a poop log. Rob, it's a poop log. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to listen to that one, man. I'm like really fucking intrigued by this. It's, it's a good one. It's it's oh. a good episode. It's pretty. Few, it's pretty. I had to be the quote unquote responsible adult in this episode. <laughs> so oh. my co-host uh, Kiki, what? she was going all cuckoo, but it was oh. it was a really fun episode to record, and uh, yeah, I hope everyone likes it. Awesome, dude. Well, my man, thank you, uh, as always, for coming on, chatting with me about Mandalorian. Yeah, and then, uh, happy to be here. And then uh, that's it for our Mandalorian talk, man. Uh, until next time, we're going to have to find a movie to talk about. With that being said, everybody, thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner yet again, the episodics. Tune in next time because we're going to be doing that review.